0: welcome to an all-new episode of press yyz we're the only canadian gaming podcast that you can catch live on twitch every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern standard time as well as podcast services and youtube every thursday my name is nathan McInerney, and
1: today i'm joined by cozy cozy how are you doing i'm doing quite fantastic nathan it's uh it's been a challenging couple of days here in montreal on monday it was uh very sunny and very warm out uh on tuesday it was also pretty warm albeit dipping a little bit cold towards the end of the day uh today real rainy real cold i really wish that montreal summer was here to stay
0: all right uh well that's uh hopefully fingers crossed soon we got snow we'd snow on the ground this morning too so
1: fingers crossed we'll see that soon we got a little um, bit of snow towards the end of the day, but it didn't stick. But no, no, the fact that we got it at all is just ugh, real disappointing.
0: A hundred percent. No, I don't disagree with you at all. Um, alongside cozy, we have AJ Frazier. AJ, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't it know where that, that southern drawl came from right there, but I, yeah. I have it now and it it ain't going to stick for the whole podcast, but thank god i don't know what's happening with me
0: all right um and now we have a not a new face to the show as uh we have a guest tucker tucker is tucker our first returning guest
2: no is that true no no
1: no no ben ben
2: ben bet yeah my friend ben
1: was yeah we also have had Haley on the podcast a couple of times i believe
2: yeah
0: okay so, not our first returning guest, yeah. but we have a guest from a prior episode, Tucker. Tucker, how are you doing? I'm Sorry doing great. Your hopes up there?
3: Yeah, no i I'm always I'm always ecstatic to be the first of anything because that doesn't happen to me very often. But hey, it's always a great day to be back on a podcast. Uh, that that yep. means that I did something right the first time. But that first time was a long time ago because I actually joined you guys for the 72nd episode of Press Fire as I did my research before this, which was after e3 of last year which just feels like ages ago yep. what what's an e3 yeah well, oh you know, that doesn't happen anymore good point yeah. yeah yeah so i can't be on i can't be the annual guest for the post
0: e3 episodes because guess what <clears throat> nope ain't happening oh god all right well, well tucker why don't you uh let everybody know a bit about yourself and what you do yeah uh i have my own youtube channel believe it or not you know, white guy doing a
3: podcast about video games it's the craziest what? thing you've ever heard uh, but I uh, have a YouTube channel called backlog banter um, me and three of my friends do a variety of different shows not not all of our stuff is about video games. Um, in fact our, our one our basically our only consistent show is about is about movies. Uh, which is where we're reviewing all of the Oscar Best Picture winners and ranking them in random order, which is which is quite a bit of fun. That's called the Quest for the Bestest. But we also do uh, two to three video game based videos a week. We uh, cover the Marvel content, whatever that's coming out, uh, and any other uh, shows or ideas that we have come our way. We've got we've got a lot of stuff on there. We uh, we've just passed uh, 750 subscribers. Um wow. We've also just passed 600 videos, so it shows you. Uh, the kind of clip that we're working at.
1: I'd uh, seen that recently in Quest for the Pestis. You had done a review of the 2011 motion picture The Artist. Yes. That movie, when I saw that movie, I was like, wow, what a blast from the past. I remember that movie being good, but I also feel like it kind of fell through the cracks of time, if I got to be honest. Yeah, it definitely uh, I, hasn't I, had staying power. Yeah. The uh, artist. What I do Which remember... That was the one where, if you remember, Nathan, shortly after that movie came out, Nintendo hired the dog actor from that movie as their official spokes dog to promote Nintendo Dogs Plus Cats. Hmm. I don't remember that. It's not the Disaster Artist. That's a different movie. No. No. Yeah, that's a, that's six years later. It's a 2017
3: film. But the the artist is a film that recaptures "quote unquote" the glory days of cinema. It's it's a it's a silent film. It's in black and white. It's in a four three aspect ratio. And it sort of plays with the. Uh, Advent of Sound Cinema in the 1930s um in a really interesting way I I think it's a phenomenal film it's not quite as popular as most best picture winners are um but it's 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 a very good movie
1: it, It's it. kind I mean, of like a it's like a more art house take on that movie Singing in the Rain like it's about yes. the transition in Hollywood from like non-speaking movies to speaking movies and the trials and tribulations that came with that mm mm-hmm. Mhm All right. All right, Nathan, you're the host. Sweet. Take the rudder. Right. Steer us into um, rocks.
0: I was like, are we done talking about the artist? Uh but no, cool. we're no never that's done. awesome. Check out backlog banter. Make sure you drop a it's a subscribe on YouTube. A subscribe yeah. on YouTube. It confuses me because I say drop a follow on Twitch. Mm, um gotcha. um just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Cozy uh, Cooking with Cozy Season Three is complete, and Cozy is returning to streaming on his personal uh, Twitch channel. Yes, and he's going to be right. kicking things off with a Pokemon Emerald News Luke run. A News a, Luke. A news Luke?
1: Oh, dear. I, I didn't it's, think we're here. To, we're here to school you, Nathan. <laughs> when I asked you to read this up in the run show, I didn't think that you wouldn't know how to pronounce Nuzlocke. So uh,
0: I, I did know how to pronounce Nuzlocke.
1: I just thought it'd be fun to say it wrong because it's yeah, a silly I'll- word. I'll keep this real short and sweet. Uh, I'd been meaning to find a way to kind of get back into streaming video games on my main Twitch channel after completing Ghostbusters Cooking Season 3. Uh, you might remember how last month I finally completed Pokemon Emerald's Battle Frontier after many years of trying. I put the game down and I kind of got the itch to go back. And so I figured, you know what? I've never done a Nuzlocke run with Emerald. So what if I did that next? Uh, and so, yeah, expect more details on this upcoming fun little series soon all right sweet um do you
0: have a schedule that you have planned for it uh, or is it just TBD. gonna be all over the place tbd okay TBD. no problems when he feels um, like it so just as an fyi for my streaming at the underscore nmac, and make sure you're following me please it helps um uh we are doing our press yyz review game uh for the next section Turnup boy commits tax nope, evasion
1: nope. nathan say it right press Y Y Z review game (laughs) review we uh oh you gotta
0: get the your own terminology correct uh i'm trying not to use that terminology i still think it's a bad name
1: uh review uh just very quickly to catch you up to speed uh tucker uh starting earlier this year we decided you know what Let's play some games along with our audience uh, so that we can all have something to kind of mutually talk about every couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Nobody else came up with a better term for this new segment on the show. So I proposed sure. uh, YYZ review. Oh,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I thought like Kyle had one. Kyle had one that was better. The crew That's, a, that's the power of democracy right there. Um, okay. Anyways, regardless, uh, tomorrow night I'll be playing Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion. Um so and I'm hoping to do it in the entire stream uh and just finish it from start to beginning full completion because it says completion's 3 hours on it. Um so if you want to join me that'd be a lot of fun because I don't know what this game is. And I just know the title Turnup Boy Commits Tax Evasion and I want to play it. Sounds so, exciting. That being said uh I will not be streaming uh and I will actually be away from the podcast for the next 2 weeks um as I have trips uh, to Halifax and Montreal planned for work. Um, so you may have some impromptu streams when I'm back home, uh, that I'll just announce on Twitter. So please keep your eyes open for those. Um, but yeah, uh, so, and then we'll get back to normal schedule hopefully when I'm back. Um, okay. So that being said, I think that's all the homework. I'm seeing something here that says it's no longer games
1: or gaming. It's games or gaming. Yeah. Is that from... I wanted the world to know that it's no longer games spelt g a m e s it's games spelt g a e m s and oh, gotcha. by extension of that gaming is now gaming g a e m i n g why is that in our ho- housekeeping well, cuz we got to let the people know much like how we need to let people know about your streaming efforts and absence much like how this, we need to let them know This is a video game about, news podcast after you know, all if you're Internet not covering Boy the commits, change of the word
2: game what are do you doing with that, your life? Is that why you spelled that old YouTube channel you used
1: to be part of, Gamers, with a V? Uh, I didn't make that connection. And also, we put E in the incorrect place when we spelled out that YouTube channel's name. The correct uh-huh. place, of course, being after the A, as it is now yeah. to be said. As it is ordained. Yes. All right. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Just, uh, um,
0: Let's just move past this part. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, so let's uh, get into what we've been playing. Um, Cozy, you've not been playing much because you've been traveling.
1: Yeah, I mean when I was in the process of traveling and resting and traveling again, uh, I did get in some more hours in both Pokemon legends, Arceus and, uh, zero escape virtues last reward. Uh, I was actually quite happy to come back to Pokemon legends Arceus. Cause I put that game down after I beat it. And I'd been meaning to like delve a little bit more into its post game. That game's still very fun. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my right joy con is beginning to seriously drift. Uh, oh, no. and it's a little bit too bad cause it had, Stayed non-drifting for a couple of years after I repaired it, Um, but alas, uh, that does not appear to be the case anymore, so I'm going to have to figure things out there. Um, Outside of my little bits of gaming here and there, however, uh, I did do something very special this past weekend, which is that for the first time in quite some time, uh, I got together with the two of you guys, Nathan and AJ, in person. You did why did i know about in this the f-
2: in the flesh
1: why didn't you know
0: about your own trip yeah yeah <laughs> nobody told me about this you gotta communicate these things yeah it was i was there some weird fever dream um yes no cozy came down we met him in toronto we had dinner at a restaurant called Sibo. not the first one i went to i went to the wrong one initially um but yeah, we had a good time. Uh, got caught up. We met a few other people from the kind of funny Toronto community there, and had dinner. And I think it was a good old time.
2: It it, it was a really good time. Um, it, I think I think I think the restaurant was a little fancy for us, but the food was yep. delicious. Um, and yeah, it was it was right downtown Toronto. What what was it you were in town for? Cozy just. I, I oh, forgot to. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> this is uh, g- just a heads up, going to take a slightly more serious turn on what has been a very uh, yep. lav worthy uh, podcast thus far. Uh, so <laughs> in 2020. Uh, It was the 75th anniversary of the exodus of uh, Sylvanian immigrants from the country of Sylvania at the conclusion of World War II. Uh, My grandparents, uh, on my father's side, were both from Sylvania. And for this reason, uh, we were set to celebrate it that year. uh, But then it got repeatedly delayed because of the coronavirus pandemic. And it was only this past weekend that they finally held said celebration. Or rather, a commemoration. Celebration makes it sound like something worth celebrating. Let me tell you, uh, the Exodus was definitely, yeah, the World War II and the Sylvanian Exodus, definitely not things that anyone uh, would ever want to celebrate. If you need some of the inside details into what happened there, uh, but yeah. yeah, that's what I was primarily in Toronto for.
2: Hmm. Because I, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember you you thinking about that trip way back when, and then. Yes, I couldn't remember if it like happened last year and you you did something about it, but
1: then there were a number of false positives because yeah the uh, place that organized this event kept saying all right it's going to happen on this date oh no there's a new coronavirus uh, variant now we have to yeah. delay it again that's basically what happened
0: yeah I know you talked about this a bunch of times and getting postponed so it's, I'm glad you finally got a chance to do it and finally go th- uh, like have it happen.
1: Yeah, and and not I'm, I'm, celebrate,
0: but what, 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 commemorate. what would the commemorate commemorate? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm glad that we jumped the gun on this now because, you know, we will see what happens with the coronavirus pandemic over the course of the next year. We could very easily end up in a situation next fall where it really rears up again and a meeting like this can't happen for the next little while. Yeah. So I'm glad that we took advantage of it while we could. Fingers
0: crossed we don't have that happen. God, please don't let that happen. Um, okay. Well, cozy, any highlights beyond our visit, uh, for our, our dinner,
1: uh, that you just want want to say that I just want to say that Toronto is a real nice city. Uh, you know, it has been quite a few years since I last visited it again, due to the coronavirus pandemic. And, uh, I really love that place. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever come to live there, but I feel like I could very comfor- comfortably live there if I were given the opportunity to. It's a nice city. Real good hockey team, right, Nathan? No,
2: uh,
0: nope. Worst hockey team, <laughs> the worst hockey team ever. Uh, I don't know, man. The I think you guys are confused. They got the they Leafs... got a
2: really good player on there right now who
0: just one really 60 good player. Goals. Yep, one really Maybe good two. player, eh? Uh, how many two. Stanley Cups since 67 have they gotten?
2: I can't wait to say how many Stanley Cups since whatever Montreal's last one was. Uh I don't do Montreal. I'm a Penguins guy. Oh. We got a bunch of recent cups. That's not cups. what you've been saying. Yeah. That's not what you've been saying. You've been you've been saying you've been a Habs fan for the longest time. That's a lie.
0: <laughs> okay. This penguin stuff. I've got a Penguins box of Kleenex so that Leafs fans mm-hmm. can dry their tears. Wow. Uh-huh. So, just as an FYI. He's a he's a um, bad Ontarian. Yes. Uh, I, mean. I like the Blue Jays and Raptors. Those are the two um, respectable teams from Toronto. Um, so, okay. so,
2: when they win, will they be respectable? No. That's
0: the only metric that he judges teams by, of course. Yeah, well, no. he, but he just said no. So, like, no, what's the tr- what is the truth? They're the here? Leafs. Nothing. Nothing will make them respectable. They're still the, the NHL's Leafs, grammatical error. I get the it. The Leafs play... Uh, philly in london typically every year or the flyers Um, although they haven't played them in a few years uh, because of covid and everything Uh, but they would come to the john labatt center and they would play and my honest wish is for the arena to fall and kill both teams and all the fans (laughs) wow
3: (laughs) wow now, I, I, this makes me glad that I'm not a, a, a sports person, period, but at least I'm not. not if I wasn't a sports, I, but... I wouldn't want to be this, this yeah.
0: fervent. <laughs> so I worked in a hat store for many years and had to deal with Leaf fans telling me about how this was going to be the year uh, for a long time. And a lot, a lot of times they told me this was going to be the year. And guess what? It was never the year. And they never learned. Uh-huh. So... Um, it's uh what's that syndrome when you fall in love with uh, your patient? Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. We've said Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Stockholm syndrome.
1: Yep. Uh, I, th- I thought it was when you fall in love with the person that's like holding you hostage. Oh. oh no, you might be right about that, but they're, yeah, they're similar actually, enough. Right. One of them. It's
3: a correct. It's a correct term. So <laughs> let's just use it. Sounds scientific.
0: Yes. Anyways, Makes so we smart. understood what he meant we'll get past that um i got a few things i want to talk about um uh that i've been doing uh so let's just start with my new toy i've got a stream deck yay i think we talked about it last week on the podcast but i've actually had a chance for a week to use it if you do any streaming believe it or not this is
1: a helpful tool to streaming what yep I'd It's like well, been- sorry uh quick timeout. Uh, before we get back to the Stream Deck talk, which I'm very excited to learn about, by the way, Nathan, uh, I Wikipedia'd it. Apparently, uh, the Florence Nightingale effect is a trope where a caregiver falls in love with their patient, uh, oh. even if very little communication or contact takes place outside of basic care. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Um, even the name
0: makes a lot more sense than the Stockholm Syndrome. So, okay. Uh, well, thank you for uh, checking that, Cozy. Um, Not a problem. Yeah. Uh, I was kind
3: so of for my psychological uh learning information.
0: Sometimes it's anatomy, sometimes it's psych, sometimes it's about uh keyblades made from uh Tommy Lee's members. You never know yeah. what you're gonna get. no, of course not. Um so yeah, this is my uh setup um stream Ooh. deck. See, I got custom little icons and everything. Uh, I'm still figuring out how to use all like cool features. And I know you guys are going to show me cool stuff, but it is immensely already helped being able to even hit that create clip button. Um, and rating is much easier from it now. Uh, and I can do a speed test right from a button. Ooh. And it runs the speed test on the internet. So, um, if you are a streamer or just doing some streaming, it is a very helpful tool. Let me just put it that way. Uh, and I wish somebody on this podcast had told me hey. earlier to get one.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. Nobody they, uh, that badgered you about that for months.
2: Nobody. Nobody at all. At all. Um, no. Uh, they also just released um, like a foot pedal thing.
0: Yes, I saw that. It's,
2: it's not very. It's not very robust, but it's like um, three buttons. I think, I think. I think it's only two or three inputs. Uh, yeah. It's like a left, middle, right, or something like that, and
1: hmm. you could Locked set it down. to like
2: sound effects or transitions or something. Um,
1: How but... expensive is the foot pedal? like 120 bucks i think because um uh, so i use uh two foot pedals for my like cooking streaming setup each of those foot pedals cost about ten dollars they're pretty flimsy they're not like uh, especially robust even compared to what it sounds like the stream deck foot pedals are like but i will say if you're listening to this podcast and are like "Ooh, foot pedals look into like seeing if you can kind of like get the most minimum viable version of that. $115. Verse. Good gosh. Yeah. And sounds then it like Co- sounds like you've found a, a shortcut there. A well, what I would shortcut. say is like, like you should always like if you're going to get like a more expensive webcam get like a cheaper version first and you know upgrade to the more expensive version once you feel like you're ready to kind of make that evolution same thing i think with foot pedals you know try like a cheaper version first and if you're like i like this but i want something that feels premium i would only consider getting the stream deck version of the foot pedals then sure yeah yeah Uh, but i'm happy that you got the stream deck nathan
0: yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm learning how to use it, which is nice. Uh, oh, we got Project X Talk in the chat. Uh, hey, I hope you're doing good. Um, we had Kevin on there uh, two weeks ago uh, yeah. when we weren't here, Cozy. two I weeks ago. Should... Welcome. We talked Kingdom Hearts, so thank you so much for uh, joining the chat. So yeah, so I'm enjoying my new toy and playing around with it, and there's still a lot I have to learn, but uh, I'm excited to learn more. So, um, okay, Tucker, uh-huh. you've been playing... The worst game series that's ever been created. Uh, Uh, Why don't you tell us about this?
3: My newest bit with my friend Abram uh, is playing Sonic games because Sonic is a franchise that is, believe it or not, kind of iconic, kind of important to video game history. A couple of games, one or two at least. Um, And it's just a series I've never had any affinity for because I never really found sonic's attitude or characters or, or particularly the gameplay to be very compelling got a lot Tucker, of stuff to play in you? my life
0: i am 21 you're 21 that, so yes. i'm 40 yeah i'm almost That's twice right. your age true which makes me really sad actually right now um, <laughs> makes it should make you excited for me <laughs> yes i'm excited for you uh <laughs> so you you didn't even know sonic in the heyday of sonic when it was on the genesis because you would not have been born at that
3: no yeah it would have been difficult i had not been i didn't even be conceived of course
0: So you never even had to live through Mario versus Sonic and which no. one was better, and the no. answer is uh-huh. obviously Mario. Uh, my,
3: my my Sonic experience was
0: that he was the one that was the
3: crossover in Smash Brawl, and of course there was an Olympic Games game with him in it. Uh, that was my that was the extent of my Sonic knowledge. There was
2: also there was also a game where he kissed a human lady. That
3: Sonic Six did happen, yeah. Um, yep. But so the only before this past week, the only Sonic game I had ever played to completion was uh, Sonic Mania. When that came out, that was, you know, a big thing. And I, I certainly gave that a try because, because it was so popular. And that, I, I think that's a good game. Um, mm. But I it never, like, drove me to get engaged with the series in a larger way. Um, mm. I watched both the Sonic movies, and recently I was just like, you know what, I've been, I've been dipping my toes into different corners of the gaming industry that I haven't really experienced before. I mean, Sonic, very big hole in, in my games experience. So I've played three Sonic games in the past week. Uh, and my first one was Sonic Forces, which uh, I don't think oh, anyone well, would recommend
1: as a starting like place it. for Sonic. I, well, what I think this game is
3: category uh, terrible. Uh,
1: well, what specifically inspired you to go to that one first uh, of any I had of the 3D or 2D games? I, I had access to it and my friend was
3: kind of hinting that he wanted to play it. I'm like... How long Sonic Forces? Oh, three hours? Sure, I'll do that in two settings. Uh, so it was really a sort of a spur of the moment thing. There was no, there was no me-
1: nefarious planning going on to get me to play Sonic Forces. Hmm. And, and I feel like that game was definitely given out for free on like PlayStation Plus at some point, yes. right? That's so, how I have access to it. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, so I played that and
3: that game is probably one of the worst games I've ever played from almost every perspective. I think there's... Uh, a little bit of fun to be had, and sort of the uh, Infinity uh, Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame sort of scale of all of his friends coming back and all the enemies fighting together and stuff like that. But like, otherwise, it's a that game is broken on most levels. It's just not fun to play. The story is borked. It's really, I I think that's a bad game and, and not a great Ugh. fresh, not a great start to my hmm. Sonic uh, exposure.
0: So, what was your next Sonic game after Sonic Forces?
3: My next Sonic game after Sonic Forces was Sonic Adventure, which is a, a
0: 2D game on yep. the Game Boy Advance, um, which I think is a pretty good game. Wait, it, you said Sonic Adventure. You mean Sonic Advance. Sorry, did I say Adventure? I meant Advance. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Adventure's a was different gonna say, Is it the Dreamcast one? What? No, yeah. my bad, my bad. Sonic Advance. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry. I have that written down on the document, but I, I must uh, yeah, have... Yeah, no, I just
0: want to clarify that with you. I was like, wait a second. Uh, it's no, all that about makes keep it. going. My bad.
3: Uh, yeah, Sonic Advance is just another 2d sonic game um and it's 2d sonic not something i'm particularly experienced with because i've never felt particularly compelled by it um and i thought this game was totally fine it didn't match the creativity or quality of mania but obviously that has literally a decade of a plus Mm -hmm. of design on it um but it was fine uh people like it a lot but i just thought it was okay
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing about the like Game Boy Advance and DS Sonic games is those games like managed to be pretty consistently solid at a time where like people would claim that every single Sonic game that was coming out was terrible. Yeah. And so I do I do kind of feel bad that, you know, they tend to get overlooked in that way. But at the same time, like I can see how like Sonic's first foray on the Game Boy Advance might have been a little bit, you know, kind of lackluster. Yeah, no, to I don't necessarily think
3: it's it's lackluster uh, in the fact that it is as pretty much as faithful of a conversion of the Genesis gameplay as you can get on a handheld in the early 2000s. It's a, a very impressive game, uh, but I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with it, except for that it's a Sonic game, and Sonic games don't really interest me that much from a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that especially rings true for the third Sonic game I played, which is Sonic the Hedgehog, the original, yep. Uh, on the genesis which i played through the uh one of there's so many genesis collections there's one one of the switch uh classics collection i don't even remember what it's called um uh and and that is i i think a an interesting game because of how surprisingly fully formed sonic came right out of the womb just like you know dr eggman green hill zone rings chaos emeralds all of that but also uh, there's, I, I would argue, only one good stage in that game, and it's Grin Hill Zone. And the rest
1: of them are just mediocre to bad. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. Back in the day, the Wii was actually a pretty good Sonic the Hedgehog machine because mm-hmm. y- you got a lot of mainline games like Sonic Unleashed. You got a lot of spin-offs like the, you know, Sonic and Mario Olympic games. And also you had uh, the virtual console offering a lot of like old school Sonic games. Sure, I-, I made the mistake back in the day of not realizing that there was a difference between the Sega Genesis and Sega Master System version of Sonic 1. And so I got the Master System version of the game because it was, like, slightly cheaper, like $3 yeah. cheaper. But when you're, you know, way younger, it's that game, means a lot probably. more. Basically what it is is it's it's this game, but, like, made for the Master System's, like, capabilities. So yeah. it just looks and feels crappier. But, like, that's not, you know, because of a lack of trying on the part of the developers. They were just working with limited hardware. And... Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever – I don't want to say I've never played this version of Sonic 1, but like I feel like that one unfortunately kind of left a sour taste in my mouth and I don't think I've ever really kind of felt motivated to go back to this one in particular. I guess if I ever do go back to this game, I'll probably be in the form of Sonic Mania at some point. Yeah, sure. I mean obviously
3: uh, – I, I would I would argue very different game, uh, similar in a gameplay format-wise, but uh, I, I think this game just shows – a clear lack of uh, design intent in a couple things because they had never made a game like this before so you're you're running into spikes all the time there's a ton of 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 enemies and obstacles that are just kind of not fun to face uh and and a number of them in infamously marble zone uh a number of the stages are just slow and you have to wait around on floating platforms which is just not particularly engaging for Sonic's mm. gameplay style <laughs> but i would argue uh that sonic advance is an okay game but so far my sonic experience has been very negative do you know okay. what sonic game sorry go
2: ahead aj i've been talking no 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 that. you no no you say your thing go ahead. Okay. i was gonna Sonic-ary slightly version.
1: pivot i was gonna slightly pivot there gotcha uh, do you know what sonic game you're going to be playing next um, I'd like to play two because I just played one last night. I'd like to
3: play them back-to-back just to sort of see. Because obviously two, a, a lot more highly regarded. I right. mean, and I assume a better game. I, I, I don't doubt that I'll enjoy it more. But I'm kind of interested to just experience more Sonic games to sort of adapt myself to its gameplay style because I still don't find the gameplay and the platforming and the quote-unquote combat of jumping on enemies to be particularly satisfying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't find the levels very memorable because... It just feels like I'm getting spat spat out into a bowl of spaghetti where my character just kind of goes all over the place and it's visually cluttered. Um, I like the music. I like the pixel art. But Sonic, I don't know if it's for me.
0: So he, here and you have just nailed my issue with Sonic. Okay, great. So, Sonic is hard to control. I agree. It puts speed first um, at a pace. And which fun no- second. And nobody can control. Um, and literally, you just kind of end up where you end up. The combat yeah. does never feels good. Um, there's a system with the rings where as long as you get one of the rings when you're hit, you can continue to take hits. And mm-hmm. you drown a lot because the mm-hmm. water sucks. Yes. Oh, my God. Labyrinth Zone in Sonic 1 is, is one of the most obnoxious underwater levels I've ever played. So, And they never strayed from that formula. And then meanwhile, you've got something like Super Mario World, which is a very tight, very like... Have you played Super Mario World, Tucker? I've, pl- I've played all the 2D Marios, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, super, imagine being a kid and your friends telling you how great Sonic is, and then you go and play it after playing Super Mario
1: World.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely think that Mario World's a way better game. It's not a game I... I don't have a huge amount of reverence for, for 2D Mario because, I, I frankly, I just don't think I'm a straight-up 2D platforming fan in general. Um, but I I like all the Mario games that I've played, and mm. Sonic is like, a little over half of the games that I've played from the Sonic franchise. I don't really enjoy
0: Mm it. So I think
1: if I was in your position, Tucker, I would just go ahead and, like, check out the best that the series has to offer next to, you know, give it it a fair shake. Well, okay, here's the funny thing, AJ. Back when I I first got... The Sonic levels of Sonic Unleashed are actually kind of good.
2: The Werehog levels are a little...
1: Where it's so goes weird. Yeah. So here's the thing. When I first got my Xbox Series X, I asked some people, hey, you know, what game should I check out on this console? And they said, oh, you should check out Sonic Unleashed. I'm like, okay, haha, very funny. They said, no. Here's the thing. When Sonic Unleashed first came out on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, it was plagued by really horrible slowdown and bad frame rate. However, with the processing power of the Xbox Series X, those issues with the game like a decade later, have been alleviated, and it's actually a very solid platformer. Hmm. Um, I actually was hmm. very tempted to check that out for myself when I first got my Series X. Uh, I didn't do so because Sonic Unleashed is not available on Game Pass, and I didn't want to spend like $30 to just see if they yeah. fixed the frame rate. Uh, I but- think it costs like 15 on the store or something like that. If you have a, a copy of Sonic for the Xbox 360 bum it around bumming around maybe you know insert it in your series X and you know see how it fares yeah no
3: I mean that actually that's an interesting point that I hadn't really thought about is is how the processing power would impact Sonic slowdown because notoriously a lot of Sonic games do have some some slowdown issues. Um, but unfortunately ironically, I do, yeah, exactly. I do not have a Series X. I have a Series S, so I can't stick discs in it if I even wanted to, which is a little um, unfortunate. Um, mm. But. If I, if I ever do need to play Sonic Unleashed... Actually, I think I own Sonic Unleashed on the Wii, um, but Which, I think I'd rather play it on, on Series S.
1: I actually only ever played Sonic Unleashed on the Wii myself. I never actually mm-hmm. originally played the PS3, 360 versions. Uh, it's interesting because I remember back in the day, like IGN assigned different reviewers to review like the Wii version and PlayStation yeah. 2 version of Sonic Unleashed versus the 360, PS3 version of the game. Person that re- reviewed the like PS2 Wii version gave the games like a seven or like a seven point two. Like they're like, ah, it's not great, but it's fine. Person that reviewed it on 360 and PS3 gave it like a 4.5 out of 10. Huh. And it's like like what I'm trying to what I've wondered to this day is did they rate it that much lower on the HD consoles because the reviewer just had like that much lower of an opinion of Sonic Unleashed compared to the person that reviewed it on Wii? Or, or were they not properly wh- optimized? Right. And was the Wii version actually like pretty well optimized by comparison? Interesting.
3: Yeah, I, I think there's there's probably a, a gameplay comparison out there somewhere where you got yeah. the windows showing the different how it runs on different consoles. But yeah, I've, I have no idea. I, I I don't have a huge amount of interest in playing that game. Um, the other Sonic games that I have access to include uh, CD, uh, uh, Sonic <laughs> Spinball on um, the Genesis collection. I um I went half season with my friend on on Colors Ultimate uh on on playstation so uh I've, I've got a number of sonic games i can still go to try um colors and generations i and of course two and three are the ones that i hear praised quite a lot so i'm interested to get my own perspective on those as someone who's not a huge fan of sonic um i don't have particularly high hopes because there's a lot of popular famous classic games that i don't really enjoy to the extent that most people do um but you know we've, we've all got our our uh, our, our
0: holes in our knowledge and our, and our weird opinions on things <laughs> all right um okay so Tucker at some point you're gonna have to update us on your adventures with Sonic sure yeah and uh, let or us Sonic know adventures what is the thing your call Sonic it. adventures yep um, adventures to battle yeah yes uh, if you want to there's a lot of fan fiction uh, that you can read oh, about big the cat yeah'll yeah, i take uh, those well,
3: out I'm supplement give my us knowledge. One.
1: Give us Uh, us a
0: good title here. I don't think it's appropriate, but I think you should go check some of that out as part of your Sonic journey. My understanding is it's there. Um, Okay. So we've talked um, Sonic Forces. Uh, We're going to come back to one more game that you've played in a few seconds, Tucker. Let's spend a few seconds, though. Uh, Last night on uh, Twitch, I was playing WWE 2K22, and actually the brand new DLC pack with five new wrestlers to that game have come out. So uh, Which I just want to highlight a bit about that. Uh, I Tucker, are you a wrestling person or not? No, no not particularly. No. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. Can, can, um, so, can't uh, add anything to this conversation. Nope.
1: Just one <laughs> to your
0: knowledge. Um, so yeah, so this is um, Yokozuna, who was a wrestler back in the mid-90s. Um, so he just was added to the game they as well added um Umanga and rikishi who are both Samoan style wrestlers as well um very big um actually cozy there's a spot near the end of this match where i actually make the ring collapse oh wait is this it maybe you got the right spot no um so and make the whole ring collapse doing a superplex Um, and it ends the match right there. But, uh, so they added Yokozuna, they added Umanga, they added Rikishi. They also added Katie Kat, uh, Casey Katzaro, who is from American Ninja Warrior. Um, and she can do really crazy things, um, and then, uh, almost who are both currently active members of the WWE roster probably should have been in the game to begin with, but character models look good. The move sets were fun. They added a few really cool new moves to the game, um, for this, uh, there'll be, I think this is the first of five drops. So, but yeah, we just had a good time checking those out. So this is a quicker thing, but if you have WWE 2k22 and you're interested in those wrestlers and you haven't picked up the season pass, it's a good thing to pick up. All right. Uh, Okay, Tucker, tell me about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2007. Yeah, the
3: original game. I I, I put that in the doc just to make sure that it was clear that I was playing the original, the one that was influential and springboarded Call of Duty to a larger uh, quality and and fame, and not Mm -hmm. the 2019 version, which I I have no thoughts on. I'm sure it's a totally fine game, but I wanted to, to make sure it was clear. Um, I have, before the beginning of this year, I had never played a Call of Duty game in my life. Uh, I, I, I was not classically not a big uh, first person shooter guy, not a big military shooter guy, especially. Um, so, my experience with that was literally none. Um, so, uh, along with um, my friends uh, Daniel Navaroli, who, uh who is one of the hosts on the uh, on Nerdic Gods podcast, uh, and Andrew Roseco, uh, we have been going through the uh, Call of Duty series in chronological order. So I have now played Call of Duty 1, 2, 3 in Modern Warfare. Uh, and Modern Warfare is a really good game. I know that's not a huge controversy, but um, I was surprised by how much I like this game considering I am I no very little previous experience with Call of Duty. This is very different from the original trilogy, um, but I, I was really blown away by how impressive this game was.
1: Did you play the original version of Modern Warfare or the remastered edition?
3: Yeah, so I... Uh, I own, or I, but to to springboard this this series, I went out and bought physical copies of, of every Call of Duty game um, that I could get my hands on. Um, my my last one is actually Call of Duty: Ghosts, which uh, I'm I'm currently being sent in the mail um, from from Canada actually uh, from from Mitch hey. George. Uh, he, he's mailing me his copy. Who is that? I, I, what? Yeah, you know, we, we don't we don't talk yeah, about some him. Some guy. Yeah, that guy. Call of Duty: Ghosts. Um, but so uh, yeah. I I am playing. I played it on PS3. Um, I've got all my all my copies on PlayStation.
2: I, I if if I had known earlier, I could have sent you my PS4 copy of Ghosts. Ghosts. No, yeah, that's what he's sending me. Yeah, I, yeah no. I, if I had known, I could have sent you mine because oh, I also right. don't want it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah I I actually
2: I sent I, out a couple tweets over the past few months about
3: hey who's got a copy of Call of Duty Ghosts so, but.
2: So Call of Duty Call, Call of Duty Ghosts was a launch title for the PS4 essentially, True. right? Yeah. Um Cross and Gen. so I needed I needed something to play, something that I would be familiar with. I had already been off the Call of Duty bandwagon for for quite a while up to that point. because um, it just got so samey and so overplayed, right? And then in the trailers of that, there was um I and I'll be sure not to like spoil the story sure, for you good. Yeah, what yeah. G- what made me want to buy the game was uh, In in the trailers, it looked like uh, What it looked like is you can oh shit you can go to you go to space at some point It's like you're you're ha- There's a whole friggin mission on like the International Space Station or something like that and um, You know that does happen uh but i yeah. was uh less less than impressed by it i uh, let's say and less than impressed by the, the everything that came after it that i just sort of put it down eventually and just said nah no i'm done
3: yeah no I'm, i mean i haven't played that game so i'll I'm, get to it in probably like I, I like six seven months whatever like it's gonna take me a while yeah. to get there I'm, we're doing one a month I, I should have clarified that so it's april i just played uh modern warfare World of War comes up next. I'll be playing that in a couple weeks. Um, what, what's your guys' experience with the, the original Modern Warfare? Because that's obviously it's a game that a lot of people, um, especially older so, than me and, and my age, yeah. have a lot of memories with. Uh, me specifically, um,
2: I remember... So, okay, so 2007, I was 17. Um, and... When... So... It was very impactful in its storytelling, specifically. Um, yeah. I remember getting super hyped by uh, the gameplay trailers back then because, like, it looked like the a ghillie suit and camouflage and stuff like actually worked in like the environment, like in the one. It, it looks like it actually worked. Yes, they do. It, right, and so like they're you know, and they showed you uh, running around. Um, mildly topical right now uh chernobyl Mm -hmm. um but um oh no that might be that might be super topical now Wouldn't might it it might be i mean yes (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh no um well good luck with that um but no the um there there's a very very specific scene in that um uh that that was so impactful and it in, in I also won't spoil that for you. Um it involved crawling on I the be, ground. I beat the game, so we can talk okay. about it if you'd like. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's fine. Um the the nuke. Yes, of course. Wow yeah. The nuke, right? And so um you know back back in the day, like that was just like mm. holy shit, right? And then I can't they actually did you it, had right? to cinematically crawl out of the the oh, gotcha. um yeah the helicopter right and you you just see the mushroom and you're like oh shit and then you know that that's it for that character mm-hmm. um but the um, you know for me like uh, call of duty uh modern warfare it's um bread and butter was obviously the multiplayer that's what kind of started it all in terms of like be- making call of duty what it is today um which is and, fantastic and, and everyone loves it in vanguard's a it's, masterpiece yeah yeah, of course. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's something. No, the, um, the, the, it, it, it was frustrating back in the day because at this like, not too long before that, um, Halo 3 had come out.
3: Yeah. And it's, Halo it's 3
2: and before, Call of Duty, in their own way, both standardized how video game, how first person shooters should control Call of Duty with the left trigger, right trigger and um, Halo with like all all the other button mappings on it. Um, and so going back and forth at the time was incredibly frustrating, sure. I will say, because yeah. going back to Halo, I kept trying to aim with my trigger and you couldn't. Now you can these days. So I'm guessing I guess COD won, but, you know, I'll never admit that.
3: Yeah, it, it's definitely a, a, obviously a very influential game. Uh, it made Call of Duty what it is today. I You can joke about that however you'd want. Um, yep. I think my only real critique of the game uh, is, the, and this is a, just a trope across uh, g- games of this generation, especially shooters, is it's just so gray. The game is so gray, and enemies mm-hmm. blend into the background, and all the environments are just different shades of gray with a little bit of a green or blue or, or you know, dark red for the blood of of your enemies um but it it can make it i think it's a very a very visually detailed game it's a very impressive game especially for early uh, ps3 generation um but it's just so fucking gray and of course you know yeah. that was a problem with gears That was a problem with resident evil 4 like this is this is a, a thing
2: across the board but all the games back then ha- had that issue and if i'm not mistaken i remember hearing <laughs> also that specifically with the 360 a lot of games looked brown and gray Mm. not necessarily because that was their original intent Mm. but because there was something wrong with um how it processed color like they got the algorithm wrong and so in order to make it correct they had to put in uh like they eventually had to figure out like how a separate algorithm to compensate for that color algorithm yeah sure um because like Yes, yes, they were making things deserty looking and, and you know and, and very urb like gray urban looking mm-hmm. for a lot of cases, but it wasn't as vibrant as it should have been, and there was something wrong with it. Yeah, apparently in the it's very early days. I'll, I'll look mm-hmm. up look up that
3: information. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. But nobody else played played it. So I missed the first one, but started with Modern Warfare Two.
3: Yeah, okay. And right. I
0: think that's when it blew up. I think, like Modern Warfare 1, I remember coming out and people were like, like talked about it, but everybody was playing Modern Warfare 2 because of how good Modern Warfare 1 was.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I just got the information on hand here. Uh, Modern Warfare sold uh, just over 17 million. Modern Warfare 2 had just over 25 million. So it was definitely a larger deal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's true. Well, I mean, and... I feel like it's much, the rise of like digital sales in mm-hmm. the last little while yeah, probably impacts that, that sort of number. Because if it was as available to be digital and as convenient back then to be digital, I think a lot more people would have. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like... How how did other people like? How did so many more people buy the second one over the first? You know, you had people who missed it altogether, like Nathan. But then you you have to wonder, well, how many of those original people actually did miss it and didn't just get it first or second hand at at sure. GameStop or something, right? Yeah.
0: So, mm-hmm. who can say? All right, okay. Well, let's put a nip in the Call of Duty talk. Um, that's fine, and we'll, we'll just jump quickly to a game i bought earlier today and have already put two or three hours into it um and i'm sure i'll be Ooh. talking about it more um but persona 4 arena ultimax Ooh, okay. here so we this go. is the remastered I
3: real game talk
0: this is the oh, uh yeah. remaster of the um the ps3 xbox 360 fighting game i never knew why it came out on xbox 360 um yeah as there isn't a single persona title there and it did not this remaster did not come out on xbox 360 it's just ps4 and switch um but it's a full remake it's been locked on the ps3 generation uh really unplayable um so it's amazing to actually play it um right now they've upped it to 60 frames per second um it still looks gorgeous as an arc system works fighting game um i've gotten through the training and i've forgotten the mechanics um but you have um like your character's light hit and hard hit and then you've got a pers- your, your other two buttons are mapped to a persona light hit and hard hit and you've got a SP at the bottom. So you can, you have to watch your SP gauge um, as you cast spells and stuff, which is really interesting for a fighting game. When you think about it, because you can try and use your persona and maybe not have access to it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, uh, and you can do more moves, which cost more SP, um, uh, depending upon how you want to do it and make them strong, like make stronger versions. But it's a matter of like, you got to build it up and then make more. So it's got a pretty great lineup of characters. I have to just play through an arcade mode today and all the training to get myself up for it. Um, I'm considering running through this on a stream for the story mode, because it's got a very it not only does it have the story mode from Persona 4 Ultimax or Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, it also has the story mode from the original Persona 4 Arena. Um and thinking have about you played so-
1: either of them at all
0: yet? I pl- the story modes I haven't touched them yet on this oh, really? version I played the original arena back gotcha. in the day it's been a little while so hmm. I'm just curious if there if number one how long it would take me to go through the story modes um, I should actually it's, look at that and how many weeks I'd be dedicating to it a, a few hours at a time
1: it's not that bad I mean it, it, it'll take you quite a few hours but I personally had no problem like Savoring my time with them back in the day when these games first came out. What, what I mm-hmm. really appreciated about the story mode in the original Persona 4 Arena is that uh, it offered you uh, like time into the kind of interiority of many of the characters that you became friends with uh, in the original vanilla Persona 4, but that you never really got to see the game from their perspective of, for example. So there's an entire section where you can play as Kanji. There's an entire section where you can play as Chie. And I just appreciated being able to like experience the world through their eyes and through their thoughts. Uh, And that's something that also carries over to uh persona arena Ultimax's story but that one is that one's a little bit more kind of plot focused where i feel like the original arena story is a little bit more kind of character focused and i didn't enjoy that as much uh but both are still very enjoyable so so yeah i'm sure i'll be talking about that more i don't want
0: to dedicate a huge amount of time to it there's a sale on it on the psn i got my alert this morning saying a game on your wish list is for sale so uh, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to see me play that, let me know. Um, and when I get back from uh, uh, doing a bunch of touring around the country, maybe we can do some uh, ep- episodes of that uh, for the stream. So let me know, anyways. Um, all right. I think that covers everything we've been playing. We got through it all, guys. It's nine, nine o'clock. Congratulations, everyone. Um, so now I've been told, and here's time. the thing I'm hosting this episode, but I actually have no idea what we're doing next. Cozy has. A uh, topic of the show that he has kept close to his vest and not told anybody.
3: Oh, that's exciting! Yeah. We can have a um, reveal here in the three. My guess of
0: is, live is he wants to redo the game that he missed about Kingdom Hearts while he was not on.
1: No, my guess is he's going to no, make no, no, us this all fight
2: to the death.
0: I uh, there
1: probably there probably will be some fighting involved, but not in any way that you're probably imagining. Uh, okay. So here's the thing, uh, and I want to preface this by saying. This, in theory, should not be an especially long topic of the show, but we'll see. We here in Press YZ talk about food an awful lot. We talk about pizza an awful lot. Uh, it's a bit of a meme Do that we? we tend to poke at each other over our love or dislike of pineapple on pizza, which, of course, is not something particularly unique to Press YZ. It's something that no, comes up on, belongs on pizza. many a uh, video game podcast you'll listen to. Um, and so that got me thinking the other day you know what i wonder what the like top five like most common pizza toppings are like it, for for as much as people make fun of it is pineapple on pizza actually secretly like one of the top five like most beloved pizza toppings of all time yeah. so i went searching online i found this article from February 8th, 2021, from YouGov America, that polled more than 6,000 uh, American adults to find out uh, what the five most popular pizza toppings were. Uh, and this is what they came up with. Uh, and what Wait, I'm about are to read, by the way. Can we guess yes. them? Uh, yeah, that, sure. What's is there a game or are we just gonna talk about pizza? This is not the, the topic of the show, by the way. I was not gonna make you guess the toppings, but sure. Uh, everybody go around the room. Say one guess. AJ, you go first. Uh, cheese isn't count. Yes, no. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is cheese a topping? We're we're way, over, <laughs> we're way over we're way over complicating this. The, AJ this is, okay. guess something. This, if it, if it, is this family feud
2: style? Can I say pepperoni and it be number one on the list? just
1: say anything
2: anything no pepperoni
1: okay tucker uh let's go with uh
3: i guess if you say canadian bacon then you also get uh, uh pineapple as well for a holly pizza but i'm gonna say canadian bacon okay nathan
0: um mushrooms
1: Okay. So this is in no particular order in terms of the amount of people that prefer it. Uh, The top five uh, pizza toppings are extra cheese, onions, (laughs) mushrooms, sausage, and pepperoni. Unfortunately, uh, Canadian bacon or just vanilla bacon uh, was not amongst the results. Gotcha. So I saw these statistics. I thought. it's not a problem i mean i tried it's a pretty good pizza topping it's too bad more people don't like it 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 works well i saw these results i thought you know it'd be pretty fun to bring this up on the podcast but i don't really know how we can make a topic of the show out of this uh and so i went kind of scrolling through twitter to see what kind of gaming news is the kind of current hubbub what people are talking about and i saw oh hey um uh nintendo switch sports uh is going to be releasing very soon all the reviews are up for it seems to be getting solid reviews it's not like absolutely blowing people away but i also feel like that's not the kind of game that necessarily needs to score like 10 out of 10s to you know get a ton of people to buy into it uh and that got me you know reminiscing back on my time uh playing Wii Sports on the original Wii and how much fun I had with that you know relatively simplistic game with all of its you know, five endearing sports. Wait a minute. There are five beloved pizza toppings. There are five Wii Sports. Here's what I'd like to propose. Okay. We, over the course of potentially the next two minutes or the next hour, uh, are going to figure out which of these five pizza toppings correspond to which of the five original Wii Sports. And then, uh, with the help of tiermaker.com uh, oh, we yeah. are going to figure out uh, where we would rank each of these Wii Sports and Pizza Topping, topping combinations oh. uh, in relation to each other. I have so this is just the initial five games. Yes.
3: Which is what? Boxing, bowling, golf, tennis, oh. baseball. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Boxing came on play.
3: What? What? What's play? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> the Wii Play. Remember, there was like the fake, not fake, but they released like the one that came Wii with remote. like a, a Wii Remote, right? A Wii Remote. And it had more games.
3: Oh, that was a different. Yes. That was an entirely
2: that different was game. Different but no, those were all like, we're those talking all yeah. mini games. Cozy's talking
0: the pack in that
2: came with the Wii. No, no, I Wii. understand. But
0: I'm just saying boxing wasn't on the initial Wii. Yes, it was. Sports was it? Definitely, yeah. It definitely was using the nunchuck. Yeah, oh yeah.
3: Well,
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
3: I, I thought he came Matt. on the next. That's Matt's where Matt comes from. Everyone knows Matt. Mac Matt came from Punch Out. No, Matt. Matt is is uh, this me character that you fight in in Wii Sports Boxing? He's the black guy with bald black guy with the with the beard. Oh, I have no he's, idea who Matt is. It's it's a <laughs> it's a character.
1: The, the guy mad from... because he's technically not officially in uh, Switch Sports. <laughs> The guy that you're getting him confused with, Nathan, is Doc. Doc is from punch Little Uh, Mac is what he said, Mac. No,
0: I I was thinking Mac when he said
1: Matt. They sound similar. It's true. So uh, just to kind of set the record straight, uh, with We Play, you got Shooting Range, Find Me, Table Tennis, Pose Me, Laser Hockey, Billiards, Fishing, Charge, and Tanks. Those aren't as good. Here's the thing, they were not as good, but like everybody kind of endured and enjoyed Wii Play because you got the a the quote remote. unquote free Wii Remote. Exactly. Yeah. The game yeah, was what, well,
3: like $10, $15 extra? So, exactly. Yeah.
0: And they packaged the Wii Sports Resort, which was the last one with the Wii Motion Plus, right? Yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. Though which... technically also not the last one because Wii Sports Club on Wii U exists. Right.
1: Uh, which oh, I, yeah. I should just briefly mention, no disrespect towards uh, Wii Sports Resort and its sports uh, ahead of time, though. I did reach out to Tucker and ask him, hey, like, do you have any experience with Wii Sports Resort? And you basically hadn't had any experience with it. So I said, you know what, yeah. that's fine. I don't actually have all that much experience with Wii Sports Resort either. So let's keep it confined to the classic five.
3: Yeah. Which presumably we've we've all played Wii Sports in our in our time. Yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. AJ, did you have
1: a question earlier that you wanted some illumination on?
3: Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, when you thought of this idea, how high were you?
1: That's a great question. Not particularly high. You know, Toronto okay. does Just have checking. way more potent edibles than uh, oh. Quebec does. Um, yeah. So you, you might want to consider that I might be an unreliable uh, narrator in this particular instance. But Interesting. I assure you. <laughs> gotcha. No edibles were consumed uh, before or during the creation of this topic. All right. Anybody want to throw out any suggestions where we should start with this? This big Uh, pizza pie. I feel like extra cheese in terms of a topping is the easiest
3: one to start with because it's just kind of the baseline. You're going to have cheese pretty much no matter what. If you're adding extra cheese on it, what sport does that correlate with?
1: Hmm. If you're adding, personally okay.
3: i would say tennis because i feel like tennis is sort of the baseline sport for we sports for using that logic yeah
2: I, w- I was i was slightly i at first i was thinking okay well what is the default sport well all of us played bowling non-stop right sure. like that was mm-hmm. the game that was the one like after we waggled with with tennis a little bit but no you're right like the one that kind of sold it for everybody was um tennis and being able to swing the rat yeah racket
3: right mm-hmm. I, I when i was when i was younger i had the the all the plastic attachments that went on the Wiimote to make them into a, a golf club or a tennis racket or whatever Oh, well, that's was. fun a little baseball bat god i wonder what happened to those <laughs>
2: But does, does, does anyone have an store.
3: argument with my logic here? Because I'm, I'm going to lead the charge here if no one else will. I No, I think – Go for it. G-
0: okay. I think that makes sense. The extra cheese is the tennis. I get what you're saying about tennis and it's back and forth. It's funny. You guys are talking about how people play bowling and I'm thinking – I play golf, but Go- – Golf was probably me.
3: my favorite because I like the the visual – They're very visually pleasing courses in we Sports Golf.
1: Yeah, it was so. very kind of uh, effective and to the point. It wasn't like an absolutely like standout like graphical masterpiece of a game, but like it kinda it did what it needed to do and it, it did it well. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't have any disagreements with you uh, putting tennis's extra cheese. I just wanna see how we're all feeling about some of the other pairups so though before we put it into stone. Great. Finalize point. it. Understand. Um, so. Okay.
0: If I can make ahead. a suggestion then. Sure um can we make mushrooms golf
3: what's your connection there you gotta have a sort of
0: logical connection i feel like mushrooms is an acquired taste on pizza my kids okay. still pick mm, them fair. off i and mm. i feel like um golf is an acquired taste for people at the same time mm. uh like like people don't enjoy watching golf or don't enjoy playing golf games, but once they try them, I think they get a bit of a feel for it.
2: The issue with mushrooms is a texture thing. Just to clarify as somebody who picks off mushrooms, I can eat small ones because you don't really chew them that much. So I can, I can deal with golf in small bursts, but I don't necessarily want to sit there for a whole full 18 holes. I think you're onto something.
3: Yeah. I think you're onto something. I mean, I'm I'm a mushroom fan. Uh, Just to put it out there, and this is going to turn everyone off, and they're not going to want to subscribe to Backlog Banter after this. But my my ideal pizza is... Yeah, they'll unsubscribe. Uh, My ideal pizza is is, uh, black olives, mushrooms, and anchovies. Oh, my God. hmm. Okay, you lost me at anchovies. I actually like olives. I put anchovies on fucking every pizza I can. Ugh. God, I love them.
1: So... You guys are making compelling, interesting arguments about uh, mushrooms being tennis. Uh, No, wait. Mushrooms being golf. Can't get my wires crossed up there. I was actually going to say that mushrooms should be boxing because I felt like of the five mini games that were included in the original Wii Sports, boxing was the one where you could tell that they were kind of faking the degree to which your movements were precise the most And Mm. the kind of like just floppiness of the movements kind of remind me of the kind of floppy mouthfeel of mushrooms, particularly on like a a store-bought frozen uh, mushroom pizza where the mushrooms just feel real kind of like gummy and soft when you bite into it. They're also kind of shaped like boxing gloves,
3: (laughs) you know. Put a giant mushroom on your hand. Punch someone
0: with it. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm interesting okay let's explore some of these other things so what would be sausage because actually i was thinking sausage and boxing kind of go together
3: for me i think it's pretty obvious is is baseball i mean sausage and a baseball bat are basically the same thing
0: you know uh i see what you're saying um i thought about them like muscular arms Mm, that's (laughs) a great point hmm
1: I hmm, see I would almost make the argument that sausage could actually pair best with golf because it's the sort of thing where like you can like just grab handfuls of pepperoni and shove them in your mouth. You can grab handfuls of cheese and shove them in your mouth. But sausages, you're going to you're kind of going to want to kind of take things slow and easy and you're going to want to like, you know, make sure that you really kind of savor it in the same way that like like I feel like golf is more of like kind of a savory sport in that way.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah it takes takes some time. I do enjoy some sausage in my mouth. Yeah. Well, knows okay.
3: That, yeah. Yep. That's a phrase. All right. Well, we've we've got we've got multiple lines of logic here. AJ, I think you're the only one who has not uh, stepped into this this sausage ring, this sausage fest, if you will. Yep. Uh, yeah Okay. You want my sausage, sausage in the ring? Throw your sausage oh. in the ring. Uh, which I'm gonna one throw of my sausage here you want on the table. Um. Yeah.
2: Ah. Uh, I think you're you're I think you're on to something there Tucker with the baseball bat. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. But also like we have to think of when somebody gets sausage on a pizza.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's usually some sort of sausage crumble or some sort of sausage um uh what is it? Uh slices? Not it's it's <sighs>
0: You can get like sometimes Sometimes it's slices.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's slices, but or it's a, like
0: hot Italian sausage. Yeah, more often than not,
3: it's like some weird crumbly thing. Sure, no, that's a great point. You're right. It's not shaped right? like a baseball bat when it's on the pizza. Correct. Excellent point. Though that it's would also like mess like up another one of my lines of logic. My yeah. other line of logic being an onion is basically identical to a bowling ball in essentially every facet. So I was going to go there next, but if we're talking about its form on pizza, chop, the bowling balls do not chop up as easily as onions, I believe. That's true. My sources <laughs> are to be trusted.
1: If we're going to move on to bowling next, I thought with a bullet we would all agree that pepperoni should be uh, wee bowling because it is far and away the most bingeable and addictive of them all.
2: It is. It is like the. It in our in our limited North American sense of pizza, it is the default pizza, even yeah, though that's we a all point. have our personal preferences. Like it's the default. That's a great like point. Like the the Panago that that's across the street from me. Um, you can walk in there. It, they have like a walk in special for pepperoni pizza. It's not for any other kind of pizza. It's just like a you get for for you like 12 bucks or something get a large pepperoni pizza walk in this, only
0: This is true um and actually um just to talk about like how I think when I got the PS3 move controllers the first game I got was a bowling game followed by Tiger Woods which had access to using the move controllers as well
2: Ooh. Yeah um, cuz they they were definitely going for what Nintendo had tried to yes. do with those. That's that's no secret, mm. and like it had and they were have better. a bowling in it.
3: What's the last memory anyone here has with a PlayStation Move controller? Uh, <laughs> they still PSVR.
0: PSVR. Oh,
3: I guess they are used for yeah. PSVR. My bad. I would
0: like to Logic. point out that we're two generations later, and those controllers are still being used.
1: That's, that's, that's how great they were. Can't be beaten. Uh, Can't be beaten uh okay they so have had sticks on them do we all want to commit to having bowling being pepperoni or do we want to yeah. all right doesn't, sure, doesn't seem particularly yeah, uh, and we might as well just start nailing them down yeah sure.
0: uh, and i agree nothing has changed about tennis and the extra cheese so we should do that too
1: yeah yeah tennis and the extra cheese all right then Okay, so bowling is pepperoni and tennis is extra cheese. That means that uh, we need to find pairs for baseball, boxing, and golf with mushrooms, onions, and sausage. I think actually we've discussed this
0: um, and I think it kind of pairs out when you look at it. Um, And I think the sausage probably should be baseball. The golf should be mushrooms and the uh, – Boxing should be onions? Wait, how does
1: that no? sit? Uh, I don't remember anymore. I feel like onion is the one odd duck out here where I feel like it's not immediately obvious which sport we should pair that one with. Because I feel like I'm when we think really about surprised. onions... Problem with onions, right? They're very tasty when cooked correctly, but they're also, you know, a vegetable that we associate with, you know, sadness and pain. Uh And I don't know, there's not like... Again, I, I don't think that the motion controls were particularly responsive with Wii Boxing, but I don't really associate that game with, like, sadness or pain, for example. Mm. Mm. Now, in real life, I
3: associate golf with sadness and pain because I think golf is, is abysmally boring. Uh, it's, it's much more entertaining mm. when it's digitized in Wii Sports. Um, but if we're going off the real-life counterpart, I would compare Onions to golf because I'm not a fan of golf. Hmm.
0: Huh. Tucker, do you satisfying. have a copy of PGA Tour 2K21? I do not know. From PS Plus, not just sitting no? around. Oh uh, no, I don't think I, I, I. Honestly, I don't think I added it to my library. <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, I was gonna say I should just want to do a stream with you to see if I can convert you. But if you didn't redeem okay. it, then don't worry about it.
3: Well, I, I've got Mario Golf's fucking Super Tour, whatever it's called, Super Rush.
0: Well, we could do that yeah. one. It's not a great golf game. Do you also, have you new golf?
3: Switch Switch Sports Golf coming out. I, I don't yep. I don't focus on golf games very frequently, mm.
0: unfortunately. Okay. No problems. Never mind. Uh, let's just keep moving on. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, hmm. where do we want to go here,
1: guys? We got three left to pin down. Well, let's just ignore the onions for the time being. We'll, we'll figure that out. And, and whatever end. saddles with it last is
0: just, you know, the loser, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's how it works, yeah. I'm actually surprised onions made the list. i would never put onions on my pizza. Onions uh, are
2: fine when they're cooked, I just don't eat them when they're... Yeah. I, 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 I've gotten... At, at my advanced age, they've gotten better, but, like, they need to be mixed into something. <laughs>
3: your with, advanced with your, age. With your wisdom and your experience. <laughs> exactly. Onions exactly. have become a greater source of joy. But hey, uh, that also tracks is I I do feel like uh golf is a sport that improves with with a person's age. Uh it certainly is associated with with older people experiencing yep. it.
1: Uh and yep. maybe that correlates with onions. So, here's what I'm thinking. Slightly narrowing things down, I feel like onions have to be either baseball or golf i don't think that they should be boxing because no, of course not. A, as we've discussed onions a very complex vegetable you know they improve with age as your you know palate you know becomes more sophisticated and i feel like that corresponds very well with both golf and baseball when you consider just how kind of complex the rules are that you're playing with as opposed to something like boxing which is you know pretty straightforward i'm, I'm not saying that like boxing is like an easy like no brain sport but like when you just sort of compare the like sheer number of rules and factors that you have to consider in golf and baseball, I feel like the comparison is pretty clear. Sure. Fine by me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's a good argument. And so reverse engineering it from there. I feel like we got to decide that either mushroom or sausages should be boxing.
3: Yeah, that I think that's a little bit tough because I mean, you th- I I would say I agree with Nathan's original claim of sausage being boxing due to the musculature nature. Sure. Uh, but that would that would leave uh golf with mushrooms then, which I'm also not opposed to. Or, or I guess no baseball with mushrooms. My bad.
1: Doesn't really bother me. Hmm. AJ, do you have a uh, opinion on this?
2: Baseball, base. Okay, I'm thinking of baseball and mushrooms, right? Yes, yes. Golf is an incredibly boring sport, but Good. people also say baseball is very boring as well.
0: Can we not say um, golf's boring? It's very fun. <laughs> now, okay, now well, I, I don't want to introduce um, too big of a
3: wrinkle into this, but onions yep. are quite similar to baseballs. Now, yeah, that's true. Sure. They're basically the size of a baseball.
2: They're they're if white. If one on the splits inside. open on your face, you will probably cry. It's a great point.
3: It's <laughs> a fantastic point. Yep. But I do think that um, if you put if you put onions with baseballs by that logic, mushrooms with golf and sausage with boxing does kind of pair out pretty nicely, in my opinion. My logic train tracking there.
2: <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to dispute it, but
3: I can't at the moment. Does anyone hmm. disagree with my my some might say home run of a logic track? Uh trend there? Uh, yeah. uh uh let's a backtrack
1: touchdown. for Let's backtrack for just a second here. You know what? I, originally I wanted to associate it with mushrooms. I'm okay with having boxing bee sausages. AJ, if you're down to have Boxing Bee Sausages, I will make it so. Let, let's let box with our sausages. Absolutely. Right. That's, what, they, that's uh, what everyone's been saying. Yep. We, Boxing, and Sausages are now partners in crime. I think we have an episode title there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. All right, so now we have to pair up mushrooms and onions with golf and battering up. Now, if we
3: want to throw another logic train into this, I mm. would say that that uh, in terms of flavor profile matching the energy level of these two sports, uh, onion is certainly the the higher intensity uh, flavor. and and but and baseball is certainly the higher intensity sport. Um, both mushrooms and golf are significantly more mellow in their comparative experiences.
0: I actually agree with that line of logic. Also, mushrooms can make you cry and um, sure. Sometimes people cry when watching baseball because their teams do really well or they get like a hit mm-hmm. or, or their do backflip or they well. get hit or they do or a backflip and then other teams cry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Golfing, like that's not like a very crying-ish ish, ish sport, is it?
0: No. Unless you like no blow a huge lead.
1: Uh, mm. I thought you were going
2: somewhere else with that. You know, well.
0: I, I think we've got there. a winner here in terms of logic trains. Yeah, I agree. Let's do it. Let's put it in stone.
1: All right. Well, in that case, uh, golfing uh, is going to be mushrooms and onions uh, are going to be paired up with baseball. Okay. Congratulations, so everyone. Half the to job is done. Yes. Uh, So just to review it for the viewers at home, uh, we decided that we bowling would be pepperoni. We tennis would be extra cheese. uh, We boxing would be sausages. uh, We golf would be mushrooms. And finally, we baseball would be onions. Uh, Now uh, we have to rank the sport and pizza topping pairings uh, from one to five. I know that we probably all in our head have had our internal rankings of the sports for quite some time now, but I'm interested to see if the associated toppings mix things up a little bit. Does anybody want to start? Anybody want to throw out their first suggestion?
0: I feel I that
1: uh, the, the clear number one... Um, from from
3: multiple angles that we've talked about here, I think would be bowling and sausage. Uh, sorry, bowling and pepperoni. And um, we all yeah. enjoyed we bowling. No one's going to say going to argue to to uh, to pepperoni on a pizza. I feel like that's a clear first place in my opinion. Yeah, unless, I agree. Unless you
2: are anti bowling or uh, vegan, Just then a who's yeah. going to argue? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, no. I don't one's think really vegan. So,
1: all right. Well, in that case you know can't be beat bowling and pepperoni are gonna have to go in the number one spot now is there a clear
3: number five i think it'd be interesting Um, to start with the ends here
1: yeah
0: start on both sides and fill her in Um, exactly i think of all the games that i played i played baseball the least
3: yeah i can't say Hmm. i have
1: any particular memories with with we baseball to be honest. The thing about Wii Baseball is swinging the baseball bat was a lot of fun. Everything else with Wii Baseball was kind of whatever. I don't really remember a whole lot of it.
2: It was fun multiplayer when one person was pitching and the other one was
1: up to bat.
3: Yeah. I don't even remember there being pitching as a part of it. I don't know if I ever experienced that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that that was part of it. It was, and I don't remember it being all that great.
2: And at the very least... Uh, onions the little bit of flavor onions can add to a pizza adds a little bit of excitement um and if somebody gets a home run in baseball it's a little it's going to there's going to be a little excitement with that so at the i think i think at the very least what onions have to go above baseball shouldn't have be to go number above five. Five. It should it should be higher than number five because right. mushroom should be l-
1: at the bottom.
0: Ooh. Nathan,
1: how do you feel about that?
0: Um, I don't think Mushroom should be at the bottom. I think golf was one of the better games that people enjoyed playing. I think it was a more robust game than baseball. And it certainly it is too- one of
3: the most memorable, one of the most memorable sports in the the Wii Sports collection. There. It was. It took
2: it took way too. It takes way too long to chew through an entire eighteen holes of uh, golf, and it takes way too long to chew through a mushroom because it's a weird texture.
0: Wasn't there a nine and three hole option as well in Wii Sports? I think yeah, so. The yeah, the baby
2: ass baby mode and everything. But
0: I'm just saying, you don't have to do the whole eighteen if you want to do a smaller. Yeah, one
2: but mode. if we're talking, if we're talking about them as a whole, pun intended then, you know, you kind of have to consider, like, the entire game of golf, which is 18 holes. You have to kind of consider the whole mushroom. It's an excellent point.
0: For the record, I enjoy the whole mushrooms and I enjoy the whole 18 holes, if that's what we're talking about. But it wasn't necessarily relegated to 18 holes as part of the Wii Sports game.
1: Where are we thinking of putting uh, Wii Boxing and Sausage? I, I thought that right off the gate we would be like, Oh, this has to go at number five, but it seems like we're not as uniform in thinking as I thought. Oh, I th- boxing would go higher. Yeah, I I, I certainly enjoyed we
3: boxing. I and I I I I, I, saw, I never say no to a sausage.
0: Yeah. Uh I thought I thought it'd be closer to three. <laughs> hmm.
3: I what is what is I th- I think I
2: saw it in, in the chat there, what is pepperoni if not a sausage?
3: If not sausage persevering,
0: or, mm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. See, I, I would have no... Kyle's a
0: poet. Hmm. He didn't I would put...
1: It. Based on how we're all feeling about it, I would put boxing at number four. Okay. And my argument not being that... quite the bottom? Like again as I previously discussed I think it was the jankiest of the games from a technical standpoint but I can't deny that I still had a lot of fun with it I definitely got a workout a couple of times which definitely made my parents happy because I kind of tricked them into getting me the Wii on the basis that it would be a exercise machine what definitely was not most of the time um sure. but I feel like I kind of you know i I have to kind of like acknowledge its faults so I would put boxing at three. I think
3: three sounds good to me as well. Um, and, I, and I'm going I'm to throw it out there. I think from its lack of discussion, period, in this whole thing, I would say extra cheese and tennis might be the bottom. Yeah. Now, I, do, I don't want to shit on cheese but, or tennis. We tennis was perfectly fine, but certainly least interesting. We've
1: had more interesting conversations about all the other sports here. AJ, I just want to very That's, quickly, what's yeah. your thoughts on – sausages and boxing i i mean pepperoni
2: if if pepperoni is also just a sausage right um yeah i think it has to be number two at the very least like if if pepperoni is the default sausage for a pizza and bowling is the default is like the one everybody's favorite the one everybody went to Once they were familiar with with Wii Sports, the one everybody went back to, once everybody's familiar with pizza, everybody can go back to pepperoni. Um, In terms of sausage, if you want to spice it up a little, you add some sausage. Maybe you put up them dukes, you know, get them fisticuffs going uh, and and box. So I think
0: it's interesting how Cozy thought this was going to be a last place finish and we're all really high on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Majority rules here. It's democracy. I, I said, I said a moment ago <laughs> that I would be willing to put it at number four. AJ, you said number two. Nathan and Tucker, you both said number three. Do we want to put it at number three and shake hands? I think, yeah. I think that sounds fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Definitely not expecting it to land there, but I can live with it. An upset on the week yeah. pizza, uh, we pizza ranking.
3: Yep. Okay. There's, there's a game they never got around to we pizza what the heck's up with that you know mm-hmm. uh c- cooking mama That's
0: That's point. Point. that was an nft mining thing or crypt- oh. <laughs> cryptocurrency mining <laughs> thing gr- another right. great point lots of great points coming around today yep um okay so let's um i don't know where we go next uh let's talk about tennis and extra Again, cheese i think i, I don't think i've the- never ordered a pizza with extra cheese
3: I I, I was was shocked that it was one of the toppings because I I, I don't even count that as a topping. When I was a a kid and when
2: I was in high school, I would get extra cheese as a topping because I thought it was cool. But then as my palate expanded, I wanted to play more than just tennis and I wanted to do more than just waggle the remote around. Mm -hmm. There's more flavor out there in the sports world in the Wii sports world then waggle
0: waggle 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 i think we should put Wii sports at the bottom or Wii tennis at the bottom yeah wow. I, I proposed that and i still stand by it yeah everybody no, agrees. should I,
1: go
2: i i still think it should be above mushrooms but if i can't get that then
3: i would say mushrooms you know obviously you're not a fan of them i personally am but i'd say from an, an objective interest perspective Mushrooms are a more interesting topic than extra cheese. Yeah. They
2: chew weird though. <laughs> they're they're great. Gee, I really like it. But cheese pizza. is great. More cheese is good.
0: No, it makes you crap.
2: No, it, it's supposed it to make you not crap. Un, if you, if you listen to Weird Al's comp, constipated, it it makes you blocked.
0: The Okay. Well, dairy dairy yeah. does me no favors. Okay. Well, Runs right through it, my system, you know. Shoots right out. It how was is,
2: how was that calzone on the weekend you had? Oh, that shot right out, had out the other side. That? Looked the
0: same. <laughs> it was a rough ride, like the last fifteen twenty minutes. I really oh, need man. You to were at home. You were as turtling. much as much as, put, as much as I don't want to prairie
1: As much as I don't want to put we tennis at number five, I feel like because we've collectively just had more interesting things to say about the other two remaining sports. I feel like I kind of got to put it there for the time being yeah. and just put an end cap on this argument. So we tennis and extra cheese are going to go at number five, which means that we still have the second and the fourth slot to fill.
0: Man. Um, I think mushrooms and golf should be number two. Uh, yeah. I think so that's, over the, the, that's
3: the most obvious thing that happens that has happened today. Yes. <laughs> now, and we have three other people. Who would
1: also argue that? I I got to be honest, I would do so too. Uh, as we discussed earlier, uh, baseball uh, was really fun when you were the person swinging the bat. The rest of the experience, not so much.
3: And you know what? I'm sorry, AJ, but I got I to gotta side with them. Uh, I, I played a lot more Wii Golf than Wii Baseball. And I'm not going to lie, mushrooms, <laughs> as I said, one of my ideal toppings on a pizza. So I'm going to go for excited. number two as well.
1: I will say, unacceptable. I will say, AJ, I'm largely deferring to uh, Nathan Tucker's judgment on this one when it comes to golf, because I actually did not play a whole lot of golf, but it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was more just a thing of, I just don't particularly care about golf in the way that I cared about the other four sports. Um, I don't but, particularly care about mushrooms, So, but
3: looks like we did it, folks. Oh
1: boy. And there we go. So just to recap, this is a great for, list. Yeah, to yeah. recap for our audio listeners at home, at the number one spot, we have Wee Bowling and Pepperoni. At the number two spot, we have uh, Wee Golf and Mushrooms. Number three, we have Wee Boxing and Sausages. Number four, we have Wee Baseball and Onions. And finally, at number five, uh, we have Wee Tennis and Extra Cheese. I think that sounds perfect to me. This is a good list. Nobody will be mad at this.
2: Absolutely. Nobody. No. Except nope. for
0: me. Nobody on the internet can disagree with
3: this.
2: It feels perfect. Somebody put mushrooms on my pizza, I will be upset. You'll just pick, <laughs> pick Here's them the off. thing.
0: Okay, here's the thing about mushrooms. They're so easy to pick off. They do not They are juice. really
2: it is it is really easy to ignore golf. Really really easy. You can just put it aside, pick it off and put it aside. Um yeah, at least it's not something like olives, which completely ruin the flavor of the pizza even after olives. you pick it off.
0: Oh, I, I do kind of like olives on pizza. It makes them salty. I don't like olives it's normally, disgusting. but it adds this like salty taste to the pizza. I didn't think That's I'd true. like olives on pizza, and it turned out I really, really did.
1: So, so did before take? we close out this episode, um earlier uh, when I read out the list of the top five most uh beloved pizza toppings, I said that they were in no order. Uh in you fact, lied. Yes, I did lie. Uh, yes, the article does actually uh, state what percentage of people preferred said toppings. Uh, in order, sixty-four uh, percent of people said pepperoni, fifty-six said sausage, fifty-four said mushroom. So right in the middle there, uh, fifty-two said extra cheese, and in number f- the number fifth slot, forty-eight percent said onions. Uh, and just for put out, go we ahead. should put out a, if, We should put out some sort of.
2: Straw poll or something, and see, if, see if we can have the same ranking of Wii sports games or or something like that. Just just out put it out there in the ether, like, hey, what would you rank
0: on tw- on the Twitter?
2: Well, yeah, but except Twitter, you're limited to to four, um, to four. So maybe Elon, if you're listening, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Update. <laughs> And uh,
1: <laughs> more than for, more than four options. Just for shits and giggles, the article also lists the bottom five most disliked pizza toppings. Oh, uh, oh anchovies are on sure. there They're
3: totally in it.
1: the number fifth spot. Thirty-five uh, percent of people dislike this one, pineapple. Uh, yep. Number oh. fourth slot, thirty-nine uh, percent of people dislike this one, broccoli. Uh, what I like, broccoli. Third I've spot, never put it on pizza. Forty-four percent of people disliked artichokes. I feel I've like artichokes on pizza. It's okay, actually. Yeah, I'll enjoy an artichoke on pizza. When people talk about like artichokes and broccoli on pizza, I think about those like square pizzas that you can get at like delis, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the number second spot, 52% of people disliked eggplant on pizza. Ooh, that's why right. I like eggplant I, on keep pizza. Keep your eggplant oh, really? emoji off my pizza.
0: Yeah. So I used to work at this. Uh, one of my first jobs, I worked at a small Italian restaurant in Thunder Bay. Um, which is a very small town. It was like the fanciest restaurant in town, and they made um, a pizza with eggplant on it. It was actually really good. I don't like eggplant normally, um, but it was mortadella and eggplant, and it was like one of their most popular pizzas. Wow. And it's actually really good. Hmm. I just I, think I, people people who are saying they don't like eggplant on pizza, honestly, probably haven't tried eggplant on pizza.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's no just one of
3: those. Any of these actually.
1: I think you raise a, a fair point, Nathan. I guess it is also one of those things where like those people that knew how to make those pizzas really knew how to kind of extract the flavor out of that eggplant uh, when they made it. So I don't I don't I don't doubt your judgment. Uh, and finally, the number one most hated one was anchovies, uh, which 61 percent of people disliked. Yes, let's go. I don't, yeah. I don't hate okay. him, but. anchovies are one of those toppings i always go into thinking i'm gonna like more than i end up liking them i always find their saltiness to be a bit overbearing but i don't i don't hate them i once i once was tricked
2: uh by by just the appearance of of a pizza they they were these particular anchovies were so similar looking to bacon strips I thought they were just strips oh, no. of bacon on this pizza because it was you know, a little covered in the cheese and everything. It was kind of hard to see. So I bit into it, and it was an anchovy, and right in the trash it went, no
3: thank you. <laughs> Ugh, you. When you're not expecting it, I can certainly see disliking an anchovy. Nobody likes a, surprise. An a salty unexpected
2: surprise, surprise like that in their in your, mouth. Yeah, yeah, unexpected salty surprise in their mouth. Great right yeah. point.
3: Everyone's yeah. always telling me that.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, permission it sounds like we've <laughs> solved this problem. Let's get a straw pull out there and uh with five things and just see how these Wii Sports rank um among the original Wii Sports, especially with Wii Sports being in the zeitgeist with uh the new Wii Sports coming out. Um Absolutely. okay. Well let's finish off here. Um thank you for tuning in to yyz If you enjoy- oh wait, actually first, before I go into the whole thing, Spiel Tucker. Why don't you give everybody a chance, uh, just to remind them to resubscribe after they unsubscri- unsubscribed to That's your YouTube channel? Point. Yeah,
3: no, you definitely should uh, ignore my pizza uh, preferences because those do Who not are- apply to my my content creating skills. Uh, it, it might <laughs> it might lower my uh, public perception, but I'm okay with that. You know, I'm a, I'm a controversial fella. Um, so subscribe to Backlog Banter. Check out the videos we've been doing a lot recently. Actually, our uh, review, along uh, my review of, of Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, alongside both uh, Andrew Roscoe and Daniel Navarroli will be releasing uh, tomorrow, uh, as of this being recorded and as as we are live. So look look out for that review uh, from our Back Cod Banter series. Um, and uh, check out Quest for the Bestest, which is on podcast services. And uh, go follow me on Twitter uh, at tucker hazel one word uh, with two l's at the in the hazel so that's me
0: all right perfect thank you tucker thank you for jumping on um don't forget cozy is going to start streaming so make sure that you are refollowed uh, re-followed on cozy if you haven't followed or if you've left following him hopefully you haven't um i just said refollow first and i felt like i had to come up with a reason as to why i said that and don't forget <laughs> to follow me on um uh t- twitch as well at the underscore nmac. mac uh i'm not gonna be streaming for a few weeks after tomorrow um regularly while i'll be traveling but when i get back from traveling uh tucker we should play some mario golf i, I would not be to that okay we'll f- we'll figure something out i think it could be a fun stream um so uh that being said Thank you for tuning in to Press YYZ. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to follow us on Twitch, subscribe to us on YouTube, and review the show and on your podcast service of choice. You can also check us out on Twitter at Press YYZ and slide into our Discord at invite.gg slash Press YYZ to keep the conversation going. Until next time, thank you for playing.